Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Boston Proper is for women who love distinctive style in styles that don't define them. Boston Proper designs are unique and made to fit flawlessly. Confident women wear Boston Proper as an expression of who they are, with chic, polished styling and unforgettable looks that get noticed anytime, every day, and on any occasion. When you want that certain something in everything you wear, Wear Boston Proper. Shop at bostonproper.com and wear it like no one else. Positively Gam is sponsored by Vaseline. See how they are working towards equitable skincare for all at Vaseline.com. I absolutely love fashion. I always have, ever since I was a little girl dressing up, I was the little girl who wanted to put on three crinoline slips and (laughs) lacy socks and the patent leather shoes. What's up, everybody? I'm Gammy, and this is Positively Gam. Every week I have raw, in-depth conversations with inspirational people pushing for change on everything from aging, relationships, politics, wellness, to the current issues facing the Black community. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about fashion and style after 50. Today I'm talking to style icon June Ambrose. June is a creative director, costume designer, author and celebrity stylist. She has created some of the most iconic looks for A-list stars, such as Missy Elliott, Jay-Z, and one of my favorite people in the world, my son-in-law, Will Smith. (laughs) June was the costume designer on Will's video, Getting Jiggy With It. June started out in finance before creating a fashion empire. Currently, while in quarantine, June has been hosting the June and Summer IG live show with her daughter, Summer. And you know, June, I have to say that Summer reminds me so much of Willow. She's so full of confidence and energy, not afraid to speak her mind and not shy at all. Hey guys, welcome back to the June and Summer show. Summer and June show, whatever you want to call it. Oh, today is Freestyle Friday. So I'm sure you guys have been having a, a, a fun experience with that. So... Whose idea was that? Because I have a feeling it was Summer's, not yours. Well, let's think. It it was my idea initially, just because I really wanted to kind of create a routine. 
You know, homeschooling was something that none of us knew we were going to be thrown into. I wanted her to know that you have nothing's changed as a schedule. And I also wanted to have something to do with her because I knew that I was going to try to stay in that space to just kind of stay in touch with people and not lose my mind. And I just asked her to do one show with me. And at first she was like, she was like, okay. But then after it became like a thing where I was like producing it, then she she quit like six times (laughs) because it, it just, it just got too serious. You know, it was like, it got, it got real, but it also allowed her to find herself in her voice. I mean, she's always been very opinionated and, you know, I definitely see what you see with, you know, the willow and her, like, they're just such, they're so confident in their own person. You know, I don't, I I don't, I don't overproduce my kids, you know, and I, I, I think that's what I admire so much about the Smith's kids. It's like, they, they're just so authentically themselves. There's something about that that's so important. My mom never altered who I was. Okay. She didn't overproduce me. It's yeah. why I am who I am because she never, she didn't dim my light. She didn't put me in this box. She didn't say speak when you're spoken to. She didn't say, you know, calm down. I was just precocious and over the top as I am now as I was when I was three years old. I want to just remind everyone that's listening how difficult your job is. You know, I know you do it because you love it. But, you know, style is such a personal thing. Mm-hmm. And to have to try to dress someone and understand their style, what they want, and recognizing that what they want may not always be what looks best for them and not put your style on them. Mm-hmm. And then each person is different. Right. Each client that you get is different. I, I, well, I think that's where the skill set comes in. Yeah. The understanding of how to translate and articulate someone's personality and personal persona and character develop them within the action of styling, right? Yeah. So if you look at it as, oh, I'm going to put some clothes together. I love this high fashion thing. This is great. This is what's happening. It's, you know, naming 20 labels. And you think that styling, you could be met with opposition, body opposition and personality opposition, you know, where someone puts something on and it could be, yeah, it could be the most amazing thing. And you, they put it on, they're like, "Mm, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't connect. I always remove myself from the experience because it's not about me. What I do try to do, I try to inject energy and expertise in this particular, in this particular action of having to help someone to, you know, really develop their own personal style or character develop them. Because some people might feel, oh, I need to reinvent myself. And that's why I use the word character development. So where they need to separate their all, you know, their their own personal inhibitions to become the person that they want to become. Sometimes you have to step outside of yourself to see further down the line. Mm-hmm. Is what happens when someone says, oh, I want to reinvent myself. And they don't realize that process will require you taking some risks. That process will require you stepping outside of your comfort, your comfort space. And when you say that initially, it's a little bit jarring and the idea is a little bit like, what are you talking about, Willis? Imagine the person you want to become. Don't just be the admirer of things that you see on others. Figure out how you can interpret that for yourself. So it take, take in taking little things from it. Yeah. When we look at fashion magazines, we don't look like supermodels. The average person right. does not look like a model in a magazine. 
but you may love the texture, you may love the color, and now you have to figure out how can I incorporate that per, that you know that thing that I that I, I can identify with that spark of I of identifying something that connects with you is beautiful because that's saying that's growth, right? Yeah. You know, some people look at things and be like, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't, oh, that couldn't be me. But then some people look at things and say, oh, I wish. So put yourself in the, I wish, and then put yourself into receiving, you know, all the things that you wish for, you ask for. Because we're addressing over 50, I want to be very yeah. clear. Like, it's different now. It's not, we're not in the fifties. We're not in this, you know, we're not back yeah. in the day where, you know, there was a certain, you know, rule of thumb for women, mature women, you know, the, yeah. the ponty pants were cut a certain way, you know, the, the skirt line was, you know, a certain way. Yeah. But now, you know, you look at you, for instance, you're in amazing physical shape. You know, you have uh, the, the most regressive <laughs> features. You just age backwards like Benjamin Buttons. I know, but right? I, I- but I still feel like regardless of that, like you still have to pay attention to what is age appropriate. I, you know, I, I break all the rules there. I don't, I, I, I'm not saying that you should wear a pair of poom poom shorts. Pair, I'm not saying you should wear a pair of poom poom shorts because that would probably not be age appropriate. But I don't, but I don't, I wouldn't necessarily see you doing that or any woman of that age doing that because I'm 49 and for me, I've I've found a space of wanting to be baggy and and tomboyy and loose and it's very young, right? Now is that a right? Is that age appropriate? So it's not like we can't equate like you know age appropriate with sexy because every young person is not necessarily provocatively dressing sexy, right? That's one. So I want you to interpret like dressing your age. You should be dressing your spirit. Right. You should be dressing how how you feel. So some days I wake up and I'm like, mm, you know, I don't want to even show my body. I put on a big oversized caftan dress. You know, it's it could be very, very chic. I love things with dramatic silhouettes, very petite. So, it, you know, I tend to do things that will flow to the floor. It makes me look a little longer if the neckline is open. So there are all these physical rules to different silhouettes, especially for more mature women that want to still feel sexy. Now, right. your, your clavicles will be your new cleavage if your breasts have dropped. Got <laughs> if it. you still like showing your decollete, and, you know, that's a great place for you to express feeling a little bit more, you know, sen- sensual, a little bit sexier. And it doesn't mean that you couldn't necessarily do a low V-neck cardigan because you could do a cardigan sweater mm-hmm. with some pencil jeans and that's age appropriate. Yeah. You could put, yeah. And if you have the waistline, you could do a very thin belt over the cardigan. If you don't have a waistline, you can wear an oversized cardigan, fitted, fitted jeans, and you can do a ballet slipper over a pair of sneakers. And these are like simple, effortless pieces, right? So yeah. I think cardigans are important. I think, a, you know, like shirts. Yeah. Not, not like a blouse, a shirt. A, a shirt. A crispy pinstripe shirt, a crispy white shirt. White shirt. Yeah. Super classic, super effortless. And it allows you um, the ability to layer really fun things on top, right? Or layering a chunky piece of jewelry and adding your own personal seasoning. You know, it's like, what's cooking, right? So it's like finding the right pair of jeans. I personally am not a fan of jeans when I'm feeling a little bit more on the chubbier side. Like if I'm not loving my thighs, then don't wear a pair of faded blue jeans with with the fadedness in the thigh. Wear a darker blue jean and then wear like, something that's going to cover 
the, you know, the fuller size part of your body, whether it's your hips and your, and your bum, i.e. like a tunic or an oversized yeah. cardigan or a blazer with a, with a camisole. These are like, again, blazers are also super, like to yeah. me, age appropriate. Yeah. You can make it look dressy. You can make it look sporty. You can wear it with a slip. You can wear it with a V-neck t-shirt and some jeans and some heels. And your heel can be a three inch. It could be a single sole platform. Because, you know, as we age up, sometimes, you know, it's a little bit much on our knees to be in yes. a seven inch sledo, but you still want to have a little lift. Yeah. So you do a single sole platform. So it gives you that feeling of the pitch of the pump, but you have the support of the wedge. So I always, I use it as a training wheel to enter a world of wearing heels. And then I use it as the exit strategy too, when you're starting to kind of go into, I can't wear heels anymore, but I'm slowly going, you know, declining and I, I, I do do it with grace. I know. What do you feel about kitten heels? My husband just absolutely will not allow me to wear a kitten heel. <laughs> he hates a kitten heel. No I'm matter with, how I'm with your husband. you might be. I'm with your husband. You do not get kissed in kitten heels. They are evil. Well, first of all, I think kitten heels are great for women who are like Amazons. If you are 5'11", you're yeah. 5'9", a kitten heel is super demure. It's great. Because you don't necessarily, a woman who's that tall, yes. kitten heel, that's I her can. heel. Right. A girl who's 5'1", five, 5 feet, anything in between. A kitten heel, you might as well wear a nice flat pair of shoes. I'd rather you just go all the way flat. Yeah. Yeah. But I know, but I feel like I need to do, I, I feel like I need to do a collab with, I don't know, Jimmy Choo or Louboutin or something because oh, heel shoes are not cute. No. And that's one of the things, that's one of the accessories. Like that, I'm a shoe fan. Like I, I love yeah. shoes. I love shoes and bags. But I am flat-footed. Okay. I that's, am flat-footed. So to, me, that, so to me, a kitten here is very uncomfortable. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, but I just wish that because I am finding that I'm right now I'm starting to look for like the like 85 or 70 millimeter yeah. Yeah. heel because, well, the highest I'm going to go anyway is 100. Jada and I wear the same size shoe. but Oh, that's awesome. My daughter's, hers, already, listen, my daughter's already exceeded me. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> but Jada's heels are, she's so tiny. Yeah. She's but, so but, short. But going to have on a five or a six inch heel. So I don't always get her (laughs) hand-me-downs. You don't always want them. She has has fabulous shoes, but I I can't, I can't walk in them. No, but I always encourage women that, you know, that that's over the age of 50 to, to really, really find color. It really, it brings, you know, it brings such happiness and joy and also patterns. Okay. Dramatic patterns, you know, are just graphic, beautiful patterns. That's another way to really kind of be super stylish effortlessly because it's just imagine if you have on your oversized white shirt, you have on some leggings, you have on a nice flat, whether it's a thong sandal or a loaf or whatever it is. Right. And then you throw a big oversized graphic, you know, kimono or a trench. Or, you know, it's just, it's just super, super chic. And, and also women, you know, over the age of 50, we're a little bit more responsible. You know, we think a little bit more curated. We think a little bit more, um, I think there's less emphasis on wanting to be like trendy, trendy, trendy. The closet is smarter. There's beautiful collectible pieces. 
you become a collector. Not that, to say that you, you hadn't collected before, but you really start to, your eye curates things differently. You know, whereas like, you're like, oh, I need that floral print Dries Van Note in, you know, um, overcoat. Right. It's just, it's just something that's so chic about it. And you wear it with clean lines, all camo and then a pop of color on top. Color blocking is another beautiful way of, for a woman whose body has changed. You can create yeah. depth with, with color blocking. So you go, if you, you know, you want to create this sense of depth on the inside, you go warmer and darker jewel tones on the inside. And then you do the pop of color on the outside. And this creates a sense of like hollowness and also avoid things that squeeze your body and that are super, super tight. Go for something more flowy and ethereal. It's very glamorous. It can be very, very, very sexy, especially if, again, if it's a caftan, you know, and you can wear beautiful necklaces and chains and just be very graceful. And, and I think that you have to think kind of old Hollywood, but it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a great reference, you know, think, you know, just glamour. Well, I I think that I'm kind of on the right track then, June. Listen to you. I I don't think I've been doing that bad. I keep an eye on you. You do well. Let's talk a little bit about shapers and spanks for all ages, because I feel like the younger folk don't really appreciate you gotta keep your meat. You gotta keep your meat neat. Thank you. Okay. okay. And it's, I, I just think that you know it's it's like it's fundamental. It's like wearing a mask at this point. Yeah. You know, if you want to wear something form fitted, you gotta have something on that controls. But is it me? Do you feel like they they it's kind of been uh, rejected in the in the young generations a little yeah, bit? Yeah, because you know it's we're in the age of polls, and it's like we're in the age of freedom, and we're in the age of kind of exploitation, and oh, okay. it's kind of like we're looking at this. You know, the culture is 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 really driven by if you think about what was happening back in those days when you had the vaudeville shows, there were corsets. I mean. Shapewear, I think things that have built-in shapewear, they're okay with. But the idea of putting on like a full-on, it goes in, it goes in cycles. Okay, well, I, I think I think that's something that moms should introduce, you know, to. The, I, I I agree at a very I, early age. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would come back because, uh, yeah, what we're seeing sometimes is is uh, you'd be like, listen. Girl, I could fix this real quick. Exactly, exactly. Just put on just a little biker short. Just a little something, just a little something. And, you know, yeah. So I think that you you just want to make sure that you are wearing shapewear that is not sabotaging your body, that's doing the work. But please don't forget about shapers, guys. Shapers are a wonderful thing. Yes, don't don't let us spank you. Even spanks are funny because if you don't have on the right item to, you know, then the, then the roles you can see, yeah, yeah, you can it see. Can, it, it can mess you up. You yeah. Know, it, it, you know, some people also buy shape for too small and then it ends up rolling down, creating bubbles. So you really want to make sure that you're fitted for your shape like you're fitted for your bra. You also want to make sure like if you're wearing a pair of trousers, you don't want to wear the biker short, right. um, you know, then you can see it on your thigh. You'll see the right. You'll see the line on your thigh, which is not. Those biker shorts are great for dresses, things that don't necessarily won't that won't that that don't sit close to the body, but just kind of cascade. Um, they have the full length, you know, waist waist to ankles, which are great. 
They even have things for your, you know, upper arms, you know, to, 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 to really control that, that little section. I, I travel a lot. You know, I'm, I'm on and off the plane because I'm bi-coastal. What is your go-to travel wardrobe? I love, I saw that you had on this, uh, which I thought was really cute, was this jumper, this like kind of black soft kind of cotton t-shirt. Oh, that was, that was actually Kelly Rowland from her... From her Fabletics, line. From her Fabletics she, line, yeah. She totally gets it. Those are great travel pieces. I like traveling as comfortable as possible. I love the pajama sets to travel in. I think another that's another great, you know, now that, you know, the two-piece pajama sets are, you know, so acceptable to wear during the day as fashion. It's a great travel piece. You know, just a good old, you know, breathable jogging suit. Nothing too, like, sweaty and heavy. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. a nice lightweight, whether it's a cashmere is like, you know, a little t-shirt fabric or something. You want to be comfortable. And, and, and if you layer, it could be super, super chic. Yeah. I always layer up, you know, I'll wear like a duster mm-hmm. you know, to, mm-hmm. to elevate my, you know, really casual, maybe pair of sweatpants and a tee. I'll elevate it with, you know, a poncho, just, you know, the ways of just layering and elevating a really casual look. I actually want to get your opinion on how I styled myself, because I styled myself for the Image Awards. Mm-hmm. And it was challenging for me, but I thought I did a great job. Yeah, I mean, well, you you you, so you, what, you were safe. You think about that. I was. And it's and listen, if whenever in doubt, a black dress will never steer you wrong. I thought it was beautifully fitted. You know, it was easy. You know, it had the perfect neckline. It was sexy, but not trying too hard. Whenever in doubt. I mean, I just thought it was the perfect kind of like go-to. Now, was was that always kind of your go-to? Like when you have to work, you know, kind of figure it out for yourself is a black dress? Well, this was the first time I had to do anything like this. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That was my first... Stepping yeah, out? Stepping out like that. And I knew I had to receive the award because Jada couldn't be there. Wow. So you had so, to speak. Yeah. I, you looked great. I needed to be in something that was going to be comfortable because I knew I was going to be nervous. Yeah. And I like that it was a matte finish, too, that it wasn't. Yeah. It was very forgiving. Yeah. And that's another thing. You want to avoid things, you know, women, when their body, you know, they're under construction or their body's fluctuating. You want to avoid things with shine because it only add, brings attention to the problematic areas. And not to say that you have any, but it was really kind of no, very forgiving. It was yeah. matte. It was, you know, it... it, it it definitely glamouflage any cellulite, any yes. you know puffiness. You made the rouging in the waistline was great to create a smaller weight, the appearance of a smaller waist, giving you more of a curvier body, more of a Coke-shaped bottle body, which was great. So you did yeah. a great job. And I think that people make the wrong assumption too is that when you're small, because you brought up cellulite, when you're small, mm-hmm. there are no body issues, and it's yeah. so not totally. true. Like That's I, right. I, I, I have a ton of cellulite on my legs, as mm-hmm. it just gets worse as I get older. And they say it's hereditary too. So yes, cellulite. Yes, yes. It's kind of what, yes. what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Let's go back to timeless mm-hmm. in the closet. We talked about like a white shirt. We talked about a blazer. We didn't talk about blazer shooting, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's finding that perfect silhouette, you know, like that high waisted trouser, whether you're, you know, depending on your body type, you know, if you're a little bit more on the pear shaped side, you want to probably not do the pencil trouser and do the more full leg trouser. It's more flattering. Um, if, you, you know, like, but just 
also a, a blazer that gives you the waist a waistline where there's a one button or a two button. Um, and it, and again, it all it really depends on your on your body type. Um, but I'm I'm a fan of having you just need to have it in the closet. It's just yeah. to me like an essential. Another um, essential uh, I feel is you know just we talked about leggings. You know, not wearing your leggings in the traditional way. You know, yeah. and especially you know a lot of us have taken on very kind of uh, laid back lifestyles because of what's going on in the country with this pandemic. Uh-huh. You're, you know, you're not sitting at a Zoom full on, you know what I mean? You're not even buying shoes as much. You're not even thinking about bags as much. There's certain things you're not thinking about as much. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean that you don't want to get up, you know, and throw on some a beautiful, like, easy dress or throw on your sweats. And how do you make your sweats look cool? You could put your sweats on with your blazer, you know, like, you take it out of context. I've worn, What's you know, in a blazer? oh, yes, yes, yes. Men do it all the time. It's super chic. It's a casual Friday. Um, you know, you, they'll do like a, they'll do like a V-neck sweater or they'll do a, a turtleneck or they do a hoodie underneath their blazers and then they'll wear sweatpants, whether they're, you know, like a nice luxury sweatpants. Right. But I've, I've done really fun sweatpants with blazers and a, and a, and a V-neck tee and it's very, very classy. And I'll do like a little heel with it. Or I'll throw on, you know, like uh, not, I'll put on a slipper or a slide to make it a little bit yeah. more cooler opposed to putting on a tennis sneaker. And it, it, it's it's a feeling. I encourage you to take things out of context and play with things. I think separates are really good too. When you have, when you found your easy skirt, whether it's an A-line or a pleated, that you can really mix and match all of these pieces throughout. And that's really the goal is that you have like, if you have a cardigan, you want to make sure your cardigan go with at least five different things. You want to know that you can wear your cardigan over a really easy, you know, sleeveless dress. You want to know that you can wear your cardigan with your jeans. You want to know that you can wear your cardigans with your sweats. And that also elevates your sweats to a cardigan. You want to know that you can, um, you know, like it, to me, like uh, it's like one of those essential right. pieces. But I think um, I've been, I think I'm listening to you. I think I've been very safe with my cardigans, because my cardigans are all because they're like preppy, solid. Yeah, they're yeah. solid colors. But well, and, 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 and are they oversized or are they kind of yeah. like one silhouette? Yeah, love, they're oversized. I, I think they're so chic. Yeah. I mean, you can throw a cardigan over a fitted dress. Like mm-hmm. you said, you can belt it and wear it with your leggings. It's like you know a ballet flat. It's it's you know it's very nineteen kind of fifties and sixties retro. You'll put it on with a tam. So ballet slippers are not out. They're like pearls. Okay. What are some of the mistakes that you think women make when they're shopping for their body type? Mm, Buying things too small. You know, the worst time to shop is at the end of the day, first of all, because the body is swollen, whether it's for shoes, just everything. You've had a day out in the element, and, and unless it's the dead of winter, but even the dead of winter, the body expands. You might have had too much sodium. So don't shop in the later part. Shop, be a morning shopper. I like to shop after 12. That's one recommendation. Also, don't buy things on the size that you're working towards being. Oh, right. You know, I like to buy things with room so that I can fluctuate. You know, so give yourself some, some grace and space when you're, when you're shopping clothes. I just think this it's such a buzzkill when you put something on and you're like, oh, and it could be just a little residual water weight 
and it just looks terrible because you didn't give yourself a little room. Yeah. Yeah. The the one thing for me that I, I always feel like I have to be careful about when I'm shopping is listening to the, the salesperson, know, the salesperson, because once again, yes, I'm, my body is small and they if they don't know me, then they don't they may not realize my true age. So they're always seeing you to trying, the, junior, the contemporary yeah, section. Right. And trying to put me in something that, you know, it, uh, younger than what is appropriate for myself. So I have to be very aware of that. And I tell my friends all the time, listen, don't let me be this 60-year-old woman coming out in a mini skirt, you know, and and five-inch heels. But you know know what could replace that is something that's super sweet. So you can replace... Like, you know, them taking to this, like this young junior section to, can you, can you show me, you know, a, a, a dress that has a nice, a bit, the ability to tie a bow mm-hmm. that's silk and chiffon or that is just kind of like a graphic print that, you know, that is pleated on, pleated on the bottom and it's a shirt at the top. So a shirt dress could be super gorgeous and it's just, um, it's easy and it's very sophisticated. And I think young girls can get away with it. And older women can get away with that particular yeah, silhouette. Yeah. I've seen it work for both. Tell me what are some of the trends you're you're seeing. But let me let me just tell you what I do when it comes to trending wear. I typically I and I think I'm on the right track with this. I will typically spend um I'm willing to spend more money on like shoes, bags, maybe outerwear. Mm-hmm. And just keep but, it simple and wear jeans and t-shirts and jeans yeah, and turtlenecks and listen, sweaters. And I love jeans and a t-shirt. I feel like you can do anything with that. Right. You can put on you can put on a pair of jeans, a banging shoe, a nice bag, and a white t-shirt, and that can carry you almost anywhere. Yeah, but you can't do it too many times a week. Well, that's true. Because then you get caught up in a rut. Yeah, that's true. You know, then you get you get caught into that comfortable place and you lose your imagination for it. You lose your palate. You know, it's like if you stop doing something long enough, you just get over it. You know, well, and that's what happens. That may be where I am <laughs> because <laughs> I will... it's like you're like, why bother? Like, you know, my jeans and my T-shirts work fine. I, I know I'm stylish. I know I'm fabulous. But who cares? That's what it starts to say after a while and you don't and you don't have a relationship with the idea of storytelling as it relates to style and I don't think you ever want to lose that you know it's like it's almost like it becomes part of a conversation that you never want to lose so what would you what would you tell me to do then what 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 should I do to try to break out of that because I'm telling you jeans and a t-shirt is my go-to I do it all the time I will throw on some jeans and a shoe the challenge will be to find another everyday pant Oh no I have to get rid of my jeans No 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 <laughs> cuz you but you, if you're wearing your jeans 5 days a week I challenge <laughs> you to wear your jeans twice a week and the other five days, yeah, five days, you have to wear another another bottom. It could be a pair of cargos, drop crotch cargos, get funky with it. It could be, you know, okay, a pair I had on, I had on it a could pair be, of drop. It could be a yeah, it could I be a trou- it could be a trouser okay. that's super easy that you wear with your t-shirt. You don't have to give up give up the casualness. If you stop wearing heels and then you put them on, your feet just says to you, "What are you doing?" So if you stop putting you know, yourself into those fashionable pieces or those things that take a little bit more imagination, 
it's going to, it won't even understand why you're doing it. It'll be like, why are you knocking on my door? Like, why are you over here? You know what I mean? You, you won't feel a sense of connectivity with it. I know women fear getting stuck in a rut at, at this age. Yes. Do anything yes. different. It's like, this is how I like to wear my makeup. I'm done. So take yourself out of your comfort zone and just play a little, you know, even, listen, I wear skirts and sneakers, like track sneakers. I think it's so chic, you know, it's like, and it's very young, but it's still appropriate. You know, I'll put an over, you know, I could do a big chunky sweater over like this, you know, a, a really sweet loose skirt and some sneakers is super cool. Wow. Okay. Now that would be, now how is that not age appropriate, right? Because we're thinking, oh, well, that's such a kind of like a schoolgirl look, right? But, you know, but it's what, what, what makes something not age appropriate? We just talked about, oh, well, poop from shorts, that wouldn't be age Right, right, so right. So now what is the, what is, that's when I say dress your personality. And if your personality is fun and you like skipping around and you like being comfortable, then you can find other alternatives to that story. What are the trends that we ought to be looking towards? A lot of sportswear, you know. So imagine like doing a hoodie with a sequin skirt or a hoodie with trousers and a cashmere coat. Yeah, you know, that's I, you. You could I do that, a nice hoodie. You could do a hoodie with your sequin skirt, or you could do a hoodie with your trousers and your overcoat when you come back. You know, the East Coast is such a is such a chic look, and it's kind of like it's sophisticated tomboy. But there's also a lot of metallics that I'm seeing. Um, graphics, so, things that are graphic, a lot, a lot of graphic. Go back to the sequins because I love the idea of making a sequin skirt casual so that I can wear it during the day. Bringing disco to the day. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't, I haven't convinced my husband about that look and he always feels like I No, you can totally do. I just recently saw like this really cute Alice and Olivier pleated is a sequin skirt and you could wear it with like a rocker t-shirt. You could wear it with easy, just simple, clean t-shirt. Throw a blazer with it. You could wear it with a hoodie. You know, put casual pieces with it. Especially yeah. the shoe. The shoe should be like super easy. It could be a, right now it could be a sandal or it could be a sneaker, a, ten, a, a tennis sneaker. It could be a simple, you know, like real clean tennis sneaker. It doesn't have to be a track. It could be like an old school retro sneaker, Converse or, you know, a, you know, a Stan Smith. I wonder if it's the style of the skirt because the skirt is a, a pencil skirt, a pencil. Oh, it's a pencil sequence. skirt. So maybe it's that. A harder. It's a little harder. To- That's a little harder. Well, if you're super, super thin and you're tall, it's easy to do a, a, a fitted pencil skirt, sequence pencil skirt with sneakers and a tee. That's a, but if you're petite, it's a lot of work because mm-hmm. you're gonna want to wear you're gonna want to wear heels. What about if you put it on? But even like- at night, I would still wear that fitted pencil skirt, sequence pencil skirt at night with a t-shirt. Yeah, a t-shirt or like an oversized cardigan. Yeah. Not, yeah, a, not totally. a cardigan or, or even a, yeah, it could be a cardigan that you belt at the waist for sure. I tend to like I'll look at magazines to try to see, you know, what's out and what's fashionable. But it's usually like I said, I, I'm not one that wants to spend a whole lot of money, particularly on trendy items. So I'll look and see what is trending in in fashion, and then like my one of my favorite stores is Zara. Right. 
and I'll go to Zara. Like if you want something trendy, fast, yeah. fast, and just keep it moving. Yeah. 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 Well, what is your feeling about uh, about I that? Mean, this is a Zara dress. I mean, if I just kind of want something that I don't want to invest in, but I'm, I'm feeling a taste to just kind of buy something because it is an addiction. Right. You know, this is the best way to, to, to kind of, you know, soothe that addiction. But I think I've become over the years, I've become a lot smarter with whether, you know, I want that camel row coat or I want that, you know, I'm, right. I'm just a little bit smarter about the pieces, the investment pieces. Right. So now, OK, so good. what what for you? Yeah. Tell me what your investment pieces are. Well, in New York, your coat is your car because yes. you're always on the streets. So, yeah. you know, and so an outwear piece is, you know, an investment mm-hmm. piece a strong, super, uh, a blazer suiting is yes. an investment. Quality, quality, you know, knits yes. are investments. Um, and everything else in between, you know, it's just kind of like I can layer with other, you know, those, yeah. are, I can trade those out. Yes. But shells, the shell is super important. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So I think I'm on the right, I'm on the right track. I'm so glad I had the opportunity to talk with you to see. I could talk about this all day. Yeah. Yeah. To, to see the things that I'm doing right and the things that I'm not doing right. Okay. Well, you have come out of the now. jeans, Adrian. Come now, out of the jeans. Now you have homework. You have homework. <laughs> I do. I do. Okay, moving on to our segment, Wouldn't You Like to Know, where you answer three rapid-fire questions with the first phrase that comes to your mind. One thing you would have told your younger self. Uh, Did you need the designer coat over maybe putting down a down payment on something? (laughs) Did you need it? Okay. I would would have said prioritize, you know, my assets are different the way I valued an asset. Like clothing is not an asset. Okay. One thing you want to get off your chest. You know, when people say underage women, there's no such thing as an underage woman. She's a child. Yes. So I just want people to stop, media to stop saying it. I want people to call it what it is so that we can put a, a, a name to it, a face to it, and protect our kids, protect our children. Good point. That's been heavy on my heart. Because when I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm like, can somebody say it? It's not okay. Yeah, absolutely not. Who are your favorite designers, including any outstanding Black designers? And who are the designers you think are up and coming? Uh, up and coming, I think definitely Laquan Smith. Ah, uh, yes. I love, I love Laquan. Yes. I love, I love what um, Kirby is doing. Pyramoss. Yes, Pyramoss. Mm-hmm. There's just a, a beautiful nest of young Black designers that are getting, you know, the funding that they need and the assistance that they need, especially now, which is exciting. There's a sweet designer that just got into Rodolf Goodman's that I work with a lot. There's some good things happening. And I like designers who are white designers who are allies of Black culture, like a Marc Jacobs, you know, like people, Mahapatra, who's, who's of color. Can you tell us specifically what it is you like about, let's just, let's just focus on those two designers, Laquan Smith and Pyre Moss. What is it about those two designers that stand out so much to you? I think you know, that they're unapologetically Black. You know, they celebrate Black, their Blackness, Black culture. 
You go to a Paramount runway show, it's like church, it's like a revolution. You know, his casting, his, you know, his provocativeness, it feels like you're in a 1970s, like yes. Studio 54. It's just sexy. It's just proud and it's it's just beautiful and artistic and it and it and it really shapes, you know, the culture in in, in the new way. Thanks once again to June Ambrose for joining us today. That was a fun conversation. I know I I have some ideas of what I need to be doing in my closet already. Uh, But some of the takeaways were, number one, shapewear is important no matter your size, ladies. Two, don't shop for the size you're looking to be. Shop for the size that you are right now. And try shopping early in the day. And number four, Don't be afraid to step out of the box. Get out of your rut and take some fashion risks. It's just fashion, ladies. If you don't get a win every time, it's not the end of the world. It's just fashion. Have fun with it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate and review the episode. Follow me on my Instagram at Gammy Norris to share with me your thoughts on the episode. I'm here, I'm talking, and I'm listening. And as always, folks, stay grateful. Positively Gam is produced by Westbrook Audio. Executive producers Adrian Banfield Norris, Jada Pinkett Smith, Amanda Brown, and Fallon Jethro. Co executive producer Sim Hoti. Segment producer Ash Francis. Associate producers Erica Ron and Colby Hartberg. Editor and mixer Calvin Bailiff. Positively Gam is in partnership with Art19.